Welcome to the Cunning Plan Podcast. Um, this is uh, going to be a little uh, small what the fox type episode. Where we're going to talk a little bit about uh, gamification, something that Lizzie's been doing some work on. Yes, indeed. And some, uh, and some research around. So I thought that'd be a bit of fun. <laughs> we were just having a conversation before about Father Christmas, and I now can't remember how we got onto that. So it was yeah, like, just oh. a nice festive conversation about Santa Claus. Mm, so. It was because I saw Father Christmas on my holidays whilst I was away. It was the real life Father Christmas. Obviously, yeah, he doesn't um, he doesn't stay in the North Pole all year round. In the summer, he goes yeah to on, Spain, of course, on holidays to Spain. Uh, and I saw him, uh, big, Did he big have bushy a beard, bald head. He did a little bit of a tan, yeah. Oops, he'd been away, didn't he? He's got most of his year his holidays. Yeah, you think about it, he's got like a day's work. He's a bit of build up to that, I presume. Mm. After that, he's chilling. He's going to Spain. I mean, who knows? We get you know. You be the judge. You be the judge. I can't put the picture up that way. Comment below if you've ever seen Santa Claus in Spain. What if we blur... I've got a photo. I took a photo of him. Okay, evidence that will... If we blur his face out, we might be able to put it up on there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We We don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to out Santa Claus. Then we would would be in trouble. Anyway, this is nonsense. Um, But what we're going to talk about isn't nonsense. That's a segue. Um, It's gamification. Yes, gamification. I, mean, I love gamification because I love trying to make like less interesting things a bit more fun and a bit more engaging. So just tell us a bit about what, what gamification is. So gamification intertwines fun and strategy and just sort of makes any mundane tasks a little bit more interesting um, and then implementing that into a marketing strategy. Okay. So how long has this been going on for? Is this, I mean, are we talking about... Just like the kind of quizzes we've been seeing a lot of recently, or has this been going on for a, you know, for a little while? Uh, well, I think it's been going on for years, to be honest. I think right now it's really kicked off. Um, and obviously on social media, you've got the personality quizzes and the celebrity quizzes, what celebrity are you and all that. Um, and you see it everywhere, even if it's subtle or if it's obvious. But um, you've got certain aspects of gamification, like the McDonald's Monopoly game that's been going since... In the 80s. So, I didn't realize it was that old. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been around for years, I think. But recently, you know, with social media, people's attention spans are getting shorter. So uh, brands um, and companies need something that's going to grab people's attention and in a fun way that can get you to engage and interact, uh, like and share, and all that good stuff. So it's not just all this. People have been using it in the past for. For things like promotions or on packs or you know you know like something McDonald's that kind of thing, but we're really talking about using it as part of kind of a digital strategy. Really, it's trying to get get things off people, get information out yeah. of people in return for you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's great for that. So if you want some more insights on your consumer, um, you can create an online game or a quiz, something that's connected to your brand. And you can get the, them to sign up to a newsletter or something. So that instantly gives you their email address um, and get them to enter whatever other details that you want. Um, and then it's really beneficial because you, you can see who is interacting with your brand and who you need to be targeting, who you don't need to be targeting, who you can cancel out, blah, blah, blah. 
Um, and it can help you develop your products or your service as well because you know more about your consumer. Yeah, I guess you can use it. That's, that's the thing. You can use it to get a lot of nice intel about people and yeah. things like that and what they're doing and how long they're spending doing stuff and all this kind of all this kind of Yeah, business. Yeah, like we uh, were analysing a game. Was it a game or was it a quiz? Yeah, it was a quiz we did before, wasn't it? Yeah, we were looking at yeah so we were able to look at how many people clicked on it, how many people completed the quiz what percent of people answered for each question and that was really great because the client that we did it for was it's, it's very location based so it shows a lot about our target audience mm. um, yeah because we were like we set that up as a really as an engagement strategy it was designed mm. to give people something fun to do some fun copy and mm. it was, you know funny quiz and that was kind of the whole idea behind it but we didn't I mean, necessarily anticipate it would take off as much as it did. And then suddenly you just find you've got a huge amount mm. of really valuable intel in, into your audience and then you can take that intel and you go and do something else with yeah. it. Um, and that can be you know, yeah, immensely valuable. Mm. Yeah, definitely. So give us an example, some examples of, uh, of some of the people that have been doing um, some of this. You mentioned McDonald's. Anybody else? Yeah, so obviously, like we've mentioned, you've got the smaller social media versions of it that still work really well. Um, but a few years ago, Nike launched something called Nike Fuel, and it's basically like a wristband that monitors your progress in any sort of athletics, especially running. They focused on a lot. Um, so this is like a sort of precursor to the Fitbit kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, I think probably the Fitbit was because I'd never heard of this until recently. Um, but the Fitbit is obviously a, a lot more advanced than that. But it was it was just like a simple wristband, but you connect it to an app, and it monitors your progress in your activity. Um, and then you can also challenge your friends and things like that. Um, so it was you you do pay for the band, but it sort of connects your community of consumers mm. and gives them a bit of incentive because you get um, rewards like you get uh, invitations to events, you get discounts, you get free shipping as well with it. I think, okay. um, but yeah, it's it's I think it just really gave people that motive, and it sort of it wasn't just a, game, a simple game. It kind of made people intertwine the brand with their lifestyle almost. Yeah. Because they're constantly using it and they're constantly wearing it and they're always reminded of the brand. Yeah. And that's certainly, you know, that's certainly true now with things like the Fitbit. And I know mm. people who have, you know, within their company, they have leagues on how many steps people have done and mm. they kind of made that keeping fit into a into a game and into a bit of a yeah. competition. Um, there was an app I saw just last week that was... It was effectively monetizing fitness. So you were use a free app, and you could you used it to track your steps, and you earn coins, and you earn effectively mm-hmm. you earn discounts off things the more you walked around. And obviously, they're gathering a huge amount of data on people and where they go and what they do and what mm-hmm. they buy and everything which they can then use to market as well. But from a consumer's point of view, you're you know you're making that process of just walking around or you know something yeah. like that into a yeah definitely into a game which I think yeah it's, it's and it's, yeah even in simple things I guess like in the workplace you could sort of set tasks and things like that that would be seen as mundane and then if you get rewards for it that's sort of classes gamification mm. I guess it's not digital but yeah, it's, it's, it can apply to anything really you know it's it's rolling up a piece of you know rubbish and chucking it into yeah. a bin that's you know, that is in essence gamification, isn't it? You're making the process of putting some rubbish in a bin into a game by throwing it and trying to get mm. it in in one shot. And that's kind of... Yeah. And I suppose that's what it's all about, is trying to take mm. those things and, you know, those boring things and make them more exciting. Yeah, and it's also great for... If you're launching a new product or 
just anything new that your brand's bringing out um, instead of just saying hey we're here or creating a billboard or creating a social media account if you create like a game or something or make it a bit f- more fun for consumers who otherwise would just ignore it um, it can educate them about it and it can introduce them to it before it's even launched which is great so it, I think it generates a lot of awareness but also makes the consumers more loyal because they're keeping their interest mm. so if we're thinking about um, gamification with regard to like social media let's, you know, let's sort of focus in on how you can use this to help your social platforms and mm. things like that it sounds, it sounds expensive it sounds difficult to do what are the, like, what are the barriers how easy is it to get, you know, to get involved in doing something like this I mean, it depends what sort of level you want it on, doesn't it? Like, the qu- quizzes that you can create. Um, I think Facebook has a feature where you can create a, qu- a quiz for free, which which is great, and you can just start off with that and see how that goes, um, monitor your progress with that. And then if you want to carry on, if you're doing well with it, then move up a step. Or even things, simple things like competitions, that can be classed as gamification, you know. Um voting graphics really simple things like that you know using emojis to um choose this or this or this or that whatever um yeah i think it's it can be really simple if you want it to be it doesn't necessarily have to be this elaborate game that you're creating so then you're just kind of limited by your you know by your own imagination and sort yeah, of creativity i suppose you write some nice copy and come up with some nice idea for what that mm. quiz is going to be and you can yeah you can build that sort of thing for free yeah definitely that's pretty cool. You know, we talked about quizzes and we talked about kind of just engaging with people. What can you do to kind of take it up a level or if you want to, if you really want to either convert or like gather more data or things like that, what else could, could people be doing? Um, there are other platforms that you can use to create games um, and you can put competitions behind them. So you can do sort of like Candy Crush type games where you're matching things up um, and then the way you can get data off people for that is you get them to sign up uh, with the email address and then they play the game and then there can be like a winner chosen at random or anything so there's a motive behind it and there's an incentive rather than just do this game and for fun basically Mm. there is like a motive and an incentive behind it yeah there's quite a lot I mean there's a huge number of different different platforms and they vary in, they vary in price but there was a time when the idea of creating a game was a huge like that would be a big investment to create a digital social game that you could use but now you can take out some of these platforms mm. and you can get like matching pairs or spin the wheel kind of situations yeah. and all these kind of different things you can do and yeah you just put your email in the end and you could win you could win a prize but for the you know for the company you're gathering a lot of data yeah. And your people are ultimately a bit more likely to do something. I think the other good thing about stuff like that is that you get that, you often get a repeat or you're more likely to get a share because you can do, if you have a thing where you have lives, for example, you can share it to get more lives, you can do those kind of things so you can get a second entry and all that kind of stuff. So there's a good way of kind of squeezing a bit more. I think that's what a lot of people are doing is trying to, if the audience isn't necessarily growing, trying to squeeze as much out of that. Yeah. audience that you do have as you possibly can and try and get those people to share it which is you know I think it's really important yeah yeah definitely do you have any examples of um, times where gamification has been used perhaps not necessarily in, you know, in digital and not necessarily to sell something yeah I, well this is quite funny I found this um, oh, the other day that 
China a few years ago, um, they actually sort of <laughs> gamified the obedience of the nation, pretty much. Um, so they created this app um, which monitored people's social media activity and also the purchases. Um, and so they got a score of how much of a good citizen they are, which was this nice. nice. a bit creepy, really, but... It's, it's clever in it a way, like a I good think. Idea. Yeah. Like it's a bit, bit Black Mirror-ish, I think. But, um, yeah, I think at the time it was voluntary, but I, I read something that it was going to be a necessary requirement by 2020. So how, does this, like, how does that work? So what you... So they have, like, a sort of a little monitor, and it's it's kind of like... It, it just gives you a score out of 100, like how much of a good citizen you are. Um, I don't know if it if it breaks it down but yeah and pe- people were sharing it online saying like, like look look at this um, I got 95%, 95% good citizen it's so so it shows that it's sort of been implemented in different ways not just for brands and things like that um, I, kind of, I guess in a way it kind of like manipulates the way you think about things and makes you engage more mm. which is good it's great you know in, the light, yeah, light, light, in that, that way it's a bit yeah, yeah. I mean, if that is in essence what it's for, is to get yeah. you to do something that you otherwise probably wouldn't bother doing. Like you mm. might not enter that competition, but because there's a little game behind it, you probably will. Or you know, you might yeah. not throw your rubbish in the bin. But if you put a little basketball above the little basketball net above the top of it, mm. they are cool. You don't see them anymore. Yeah, we're, we're going back basketball. to our childhood here. Like the airplane and to get you to eat your breakfast. That's so, game. That's gamifying. The original, where it all started. the original gamification. Yeah, that doesn't work. Instantly. That's the that's a thing that only people with no kids do. No one who's got kids has ever done that. It doesn't work. Doesn't because you know what's going to happen. Yeah, whack. Out goes the food's going somewhere else. So it's funny. Watch it. People who haven't got kids always are sick. Oh, you are feeding a little kid. See, I didn't know. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. There you go. Anyway, thanks for that, Lizzie. It's all right. Covered a lot there. We've covered Father Christmas. Gamification. China. China. Feeding children. Yeah. That's pretty good for what was, I think, only a few minutes. So, uh, <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Yeah, well, thank you very, very much. much. Thank you for coming. Thank you for watching. You didn't come. You're not here. But thank you for watching. Um, and uh, we'll see you, see see you next time. See you next week. Bye. Bye.